This episode of Age of Jeremy is brought to you by the Age of Radio Syndicate show, Learning to Curse. Learning to Curse is a podcast that goes deep and hard on topics such as ghosty ghosts, ubernatural, and the paranormals. If you like jokes and skeptics, talking seriously about weird shit, then Learning to Curse is the podcast for you. Oh yeah, for you. And you over there. And you. And your mom. I'm not Chuck. I'm not Adam. Join us every Sunday for Learning to Curse with Adam and Chuck. Sometimes it's difficult to decide your worth when starting a business. It has always been something I have dealt with because my main focus is to help people. So pricing myself at an hourly rate is not an easy task. After much contemplation, I would put my hourly worth at around $150 an hour. You might think that is a lot, but I am highly educated, extremely well-read, and I am on a lifelong trajectory to help shape the future of the great state of Arizona. The problem is I need to convince others to pay me for my services. So that's the next step. Never be afraid to ask what you're worth. It's time to start making money. So how do we do that? My name is Jeremy Quintanilla, and this is the best account that I can give of my life in the form of a podcast. I am the owner of Age of Radio, and this is Age of Jeremy. Season 1, Episode 12, Don't Be Afraid of Money. I'm all lost in the supermarket. I can no longer shop happily. I came in here for a special offer. personality. I wasn't born so much as I fell out. Nobody seemed to notice me. A lot of people lately have been asking me how much money I make with Age of Radio. The answer is, well, none. There have been a few problems. I have asked the following companies for sponsorships. This includes sponsorships I have tried to add to Bones on Sports and Age of Jeremy. Those companies are Adobe, Blue Microphones, Steinberg, PBR, Helton Brewing, Squarespace, and Waves Plugins. Oh, and Elementor. How many have I heard from? None. Not one of them. Well, except for Helton Brewing. But why is that? Well, no one knows who we are, and frankly, we don't have a website. The Age of Radio website will be available Saturday, March 31st. You can see it at ageofradio.org. There will be some kinks to work out, but it will be available. Why do we need a website? Well, it acts kind of like a business card of sorts, a place where listeners, creators, and brands can check us out. I think it looks pretty good, but that's because I made it. However, it is supposed to be fun, and I think it looks pretty fun. Podcasts are supposed to be fun and exciting. Back to the money situation. Well, how do we make money? Well, the first is advertising. Advertising is based on listeners. How does it work exactly? I have explained it a little in the past, but I'm going to deep dive. It is based on something called cost per thousand, or CPM. The M is a Greek letter for thousand, I think. 
Our price for ads is based on listener ranges. For example, if one of our podcasts have less than 1,000 listeners per episode, then we charge the following. A 10-second ad at the beginning of the show, we will charge $15 per CPM. A 30-second ad in the middle of the show, we will charge $30 per CPM. And for a 60-second ad in the middle of the show, we charge $60 per CPM. Well, what the fuck does that mean? Well, let's take Age of Jeremy. Let's say the company Elementor, which we used to make our website, wanted to advertise with us for a 30-second mid-roll spot for each episode a month. Most months, Age of Jeremy only has two shows with a total of about 200 listeners per episode. So that means we have about 400 listeners per month. To calculate the cost, we would take 400, divide that by 1,000, which is $24. Not really enough to make a living. Again, building ad inventory is easy, but getting the listeners is the time-consuming part. But let's say we get up to about 3,000 listeners a month. We would charge $17 per CPM. That is now $51 a month. Building an audience takes time, and we will get there. Across all our shows, we average about 4,500 downloads. Not too bad, but we need to make money. Of course, this will increase with listeners, but again, that takes time. So we need to diversify, which we will talk about after this break. The March Age of Radio podcast awards continue. First, we want to apologize because we haven't been able to get the nominees up on our Facebook group page. That being said, we are going to run the March nominees through the end of April. This month's nominees are Bizarre States, Welcome to Night Vale, Euphemet, and Learning to Curse. Let's start with Euphemet. Euphemet is a show hosted by Jim Perry about the unknown and our relationship to it. Broadcasting from Hollow Earth Radio, KHUH 100.3 FM in Seattle. Euphemet is a show about the strange, the unorthodox, the paranormal, and most importantly, the personal experiences of people living on the fringe of our known reality. Let's hear a clip. Broadcasting from the Emerald City, this is Euphemet, and I'm your host, Jim Perry. On tonight's show, we investigate the attempts to uncover hidden information about UFO sightings and the tenacious truth hunters behind the movement. Does our cultural and personal reactions to what we are seeing in the skies really influence this expansive topic? Or are we being misled? We consider that and what the future may hold for ufology with Ryan Sprague, a prominent researcher and creative, but... First up tonight, we'll hear a story from famed seeker of truth, the UFO lawyer himself, Peter Gersten, on how his fascination with the otherworldly has influenced his take on reality itself. Next, on Euphemet. attorney, my fascination with UFOs had continued since I was a kid and I decided to write the various UFO groups and ask that they needed any help in any way. 
particularly funding. Out of the five groups I wrote to, one contacted me and stated that they wanted documents under the Freedom of Information Act. And the Freedom of Information Act was um, a law recently passed at that time, in 1977 this was, by Congress that allowed the public to obtain certain documents. Bottom line is in 1977 on their behalf, I filed a lawsuit against the Central Intelligence Agency for any and all documents that they had. And two years later, in 1979, they released over 900 pages of documents concerning a subject matter that they said, number one, they weren't even studying, and number two, didn't affect national security. In 1975, I had a, a accordion file like about, let's see, about six inches thick with all kinds of strange paranormal activity from 1975, like a window open between worlds, realms, creatures came in, strange objects came in, cattle mutilations, contacts, you name it. It was like heavy duty 1975. I've never seen another year like that. And it's interesting because if you think that, oh, that's crazy, but there are so many things that are unexplained, right? Strange phenomena in the sky, UFOs, that's too generic a term. You have to break them down to the individual phenomena, you know? Uh, crop circles are still unexplained. Probably around 1980, 81, Ground Saucer Watch, the original group, did not want to continue with any more lawsuits. They believed after reading the documents released by the CIA that uh, everything that people were seeing either uh, had a natural explanation or were government craft. So they didn't want to go on. My focus just shifted. I don't know, as far as lawsuits are concerned, no. Nobody else has brought a lawsuit since 2000. Nobody else ever brought a lawsuit before 2000. So I was the only one that ever did it. How much should the public be told about our government's investigations of UFOs? It's true that some information pertains to national defense and should be classified. But what about other information? Make sure to check out Euphemet wherever you get your podcasts. Let's get back to the show. I started playing guitar when I was 12 years old. From there, I learned piano, bass, violin, well, a little bit of violin, and tenor saxophone. I've been in love with music since I can remember. I mean all music, from pop music to opera. I love arranging music, reading about music, engineering music, researching music, researching producers, listening to music and movies, sound effects and movies, essentially anything you can think of related to sound. I love it, which is the reason I buckled down on editing with the JV Impacts podcast. We sound, in my opinion, a lot better than some of the other podcasts, and it's only going to get better as we learn. So why not engineer and produce other people's podcasts? Age of Radio wants to be the leader in helping people share their stories. We have a ridiculous amount of competition, though, but we want everyone to be on our network, and we want to be the leaders in the space, and we will. As Crash Override says in Hackers, give me time. That was stupid, but it's one of my favorite movies. We created packages based on some radio history. The first thing we will offer are paper episodes. Essentially, we're mastering their episode for them for $100. Not really that bad, to be honest. It does get more exciting at the next level, though. The next level is the crystal package. It's our free package. Anyone can join. 
What do our customers get? They get access to our network and distribution channel. We will make sure that our customers' podcasts are on our Apple network page, on our website, not their own page on our website, but at least displayed on our website. They'll get Linus. Linus is a little blue guy with the headphones on all of the podcast thumbnails. If you don't know what I'm going, if you don't know what I'm talking about, go to ageofradio.org. Anyway, so they get Linus to put on their thumbnail. Uh, any advertising we get on the show, we split the revenue and we're going to split the revenue 60, 40 at this stage. So that means 60% of the ad revenue will go to the customer. 40% will go to us. We advertise the customer's show on our ad channels. So we're going to add that. We're going to advertise their show, uh, on Facebook, Bing and Google. We'll also advertise the show on our other podcasts. Kind of like at the beginning of this one, we advertise learning to curse. Our next package is the two package. This package is $400 a month, but there are ways to reduce the cost by signing up for a year. You get all of the stuff that I mentioned in the crystal package, but the ad split is different. The customer is going to get 70% and then 30% is going to go to us. We also help you set up affiliates and link them to your very own age of radio landing page. We engineer two episodes per month, so master two episodes per month, and we'll meet with the customer virtually once a month to help produce the show. The next package is the Amplitude package. This package is a little bit more expensive. It's going to cost $900 a month, but we can greatly reduce that price for getting the customer locked in for the year. This includes the entire two package, but the revenue split is different. So any ad revenue that we generate uh, 80% goes to the customer and 20% is going to go to us. We'll also engineer four episodes for the client and we will have a two production meetings a month to help them grow their podcast. The final package is called the frequency package. It costs $1,200 a month, but we reduce the price again for getting locked in for the year. This includes the entire amplitude package, but the ad revenue split is 85% is going to go to the customer and 15% is going to us. We will engineer as many casts or as many podcasts as they want and meet with them weekly to work on their show. Our goal is to help the client reach whatever their goals are for having a podcast. The hope is that the money generated from ad revenue will create a profit for the client for the package costs. Again, we can't guarantee success, but I am confident we will grow their podcast with our cross promotion strategy. And we also have an education strategy. The, edic- the education strategy I'm not going to talk about right now. It's going to be for another time. And um, But that takes care of those packages services. We have one last service that we're going to offer. But first, let's take a quick break. The March Age of Radio Podcast Awards continue. First, we want to apologize because we haven't been able to get the nominees up on our Facebook group page. That being said, we are going to run the March nominees through the end of April. This month's nominees are Bizarre States, Welcome to the Night Vale, Euphemet, and Learning to Curse. Let's check out Learning to Curse. Learning to Curse, in their own words, is the best damn podcast wherein two dudes talk about paranormal shit and make jokes. Let's hear a clip. This is Learning to Curse with Adam and Chuck. 
Welcome back, everyone, and welcome to the new listeners. If there's some new listeners, if there are any out there, hi. We are learning to curse. I'm not Bigfoot. And I'm not Nessie. Today's focus will be on cryptids. And girl, there are plenty. See how I did that? Um, so yeah, so cryptids, hey? Cryptids. Hey. Hey. We just went Canadian on you fuckers. Knuckleheads. Knuckleheads. So today we will be covering creatures the likes of Bigfoot, the infamous <gasps> Sasquatch. That Yeti bastard. <laughs> Yeti. Well, he's not, no, he's he's not a, a Yeti. He's a Sasquatch. He's a That's his cousin. Sassafras. That's his cousin up north in the fucking yeah. in the cold. So, <laughs> Indrid Cold, the Mothman. Yeah. El what is the skunk ape? What's the, the difference between a, a Bigfoot and a skunk ape? I don't know, but I think that's another name for them. There's all yeah. kinds of funny fucking. Name. We have yeah. we could do a whole after the break. The skunk ape sounds like a really uh, like cheap uh, strain of weed. Yeah, yeah. Like it's not. It doesn't have the power of the skunk. Yeah, it's the skunk ape. Mm. <laughs> it's like you can get a, you can get a dime of skunk ape on oh, the side shit. of the road. Yeah. After after the breaking point, we'll have to just do a shootout of all the fucking silly names that they call yeah. Bigfoot. Yeah, it's, it's just I I made up one today too. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's it's coming up. I'm gonna fucking throw that one out there just to piss off yeah. the Bigfoot fans. And then in, injured cold, the Mothman, El Chupacabra, or or as we refer to him as uh, or her oh, as yeah. El Chupacolter. El Chupacolter. <laughs> El Chupacolter. Excuse me. Um, we don't really mean it, and oh but no, we do. I mean it. We do. <laughs> the Jersey Devil, the Dover Actually, Demon. Actually, no, I would say that that uh, if you've seen like depictions of these creatures yes i would think that ann coulter more re- closely resembles uh, the jersey devil yes the jersey. In, in the more alien version of the chupacabra yeah like not a, the like dog a, version like a hybrid mm-hmm. a hybrid so yeah the jersey devil and the dover demon i mean if we have time we'll get into all these little bitches the dover demon <laughs> this it sounds bendova <laughs> yeah bendova demon like, why are you walking funny? Oh, I had a night with the Dover demon. Uh, Bendova. <laughs> Benjamin Dover. Oh, man. Oh, and of course, the monster of Chuck's people. Oh, Loch Ness. Loch Ness. <laughs> the Loch Ness monster. There's, there's, the fucking thing about it, though, is there have been people who've gone and extensively looked through the loch. Through the fucking muck. And and with sonar and like high, like really, really, really expensive, really good equipment, and have looked through the fucking lock. And there's nothing there. No pings on a pleasy soul. I mean, I'm not going to go out and say that you know it's it's absolutely shite. Well, I mean, the Loch Ness monster being there is shite. There, yes. there's nothing there. But source something like it, possible, is very possible. And I'm done but with this. Not in the I'm, lock. I'm gonna be done with this accent for now. All right. I can't. You I can can't do it stop. as much as you want. Well, that's the thing. It's your birthright. When I fucking start, I can't stop. So you can do the whole episode like that. Nah, I'm yeah. not gonna do that. Oh, I'm probably gonna Nessie. do that for the memory of Nessie. Ah, in loving memory. So, in loving memories. <laughs> loving memories. Tits upon tits upon tits upon tits. Upon tits. So we're basically. I think with this episode, with that list, obviously we're cutting out the cryptids that are. More animal like, like your giant anacondas and your big bears and shit like that. Man, eh, not, not that interested in that. My anaconda don't want none if you ain't got buns, son. <laughs> There's a little whiplash in there, so. Whoosh. Yeah? Yes. Sir Mix a lot, you crazy bastard. With the sound of him whipping out his dick? <laughs> My anaconda. Whoosh. There you go. Mm-hmm. So, are they mostly bullshit? 
let's Probably. discuss. Probably. But they're fun to talk about. They are fun to talk about. I haven't witnessed any cryptids. Um, the only thing that I've witnessed... Ghost dogs. Well, there's the ghost dogs, but that's not what I was going to bring up. When... <laughs> well, now you got two. Because, you know, Forrest, you know, Forrest Whitaker is a good actor. I would say Ghost Dog was not his best movie. Are you saying he's a cryptid? No, I'm saying Ghost Dog wasn't okay. his best movie. No, I didn't even see it, dude. Uh, and I it, like him as an actor. It's all right. It's just weird. But, Fucking Black Panther. Yeah, it's Ooh. a good movie. There we go. It's a good movie. Um, but I think it's also a bit... Uh, what was the one redundant? With, what was the one with John Travolta that he was in? Uh, phenomenon. Phenomenon. Yes, that was phenomenon. 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 I've been having that song stuck in my head for days now because it takes days to get that earworm out. You're welcome, everyone. And now you're going to be going around just like out of nowhere. Out of nowhere, they're just going to be like phenomenon. Or anytime they hear the word phenomenon, you see somebody trip and fall. <laughs> oh man! Just because. Oh Big man! Foot. That was a weird phenomenon. What'd you say? Phenomenon. So Bigfoot. Bigfoot. Oh shit! Hold on, I'm cutting out. What? The oh, fuck? that's the craziest thing. What the hell? So I talk about Bigfoot and we cut the foot out. Oh my god! Is that better? We have. By, by the way, we have new mics. New mics. And new mic cables. I guess Bigfoot does not want us to talk no. about Bigfoot. The thing about Bigfoot, though, is that he's a size nine. He's a big bitch. <laughs> you big old bitch. See, I think that's what, what's going on here. What oh the fuck? fuck? Oh, my shit. Learning to Curse is part of the Age of Radio Syndicate. You can find Learning to Curse on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Let's get back to the show. This is a branded podcast. You need to meet people from the outside who see a very different future than the one that you currently do. Young people now see a very different world, a very different set of issues, and a very different set of futures than their parents. Introducing Fortune Favors the Bold, a branded podcast from MasterCard and Gimlet Creative. I'm your host, Ashley C. Ford. Money plays a big role in our lives. And to be perfectly honest, there's rarely anything you do that doesn't remind you of money. How much you have, how much you want, and how much you want to have in the future. Money is everywhere. That's just the way it is. But the good news is, the way we spend money, make money, and talk about money, that's all going to change. That's what this show is about. We're going to talk to risk takers, the people who break traditional conventions around money so they can live the lives they actually want. We're going to have to, like, change things up if we're going to really enjoy our life. We can't keep living a life that's almost, like, pre-planned out for us. We can either move to the beach, move into an RV, or we can live on a sailboat. And you're in good hands because guess what? I'm not some bystander. This isn't theory for me. I'm living this life in practice. I recently left a full-time job to do work I truly enjoy. Writing, anchoring a TV news and culture show, and being a podcast host. I know that redefining personal success and talking about money can be terrifying. But there's so much to learn about work and value, especially when they aren't attached to a traditional job. Passion's kind of invading every part of your day, and it isn't a nine-to-five thing where you start enjoying yourself when the clock strikes five. Having a job doesn't mean anything anymore. It doesn't mean that you have financial stability. It doesn't mean that you have 
financial security. It doesn't mean that you have professional stability. This season, we'll get answers to the money questions you didn't even know you had. What happens if there's no physical currency? Are digital identities the key to transforming the economy? And is it even possible to change some of our most fundamental beliefs about what it means to live a good life? I think the people that are betting or thinking that the American dream is dead or dying are going to lose that bet. I think the American dream will endure. That doesn't mean that it won't be redefined. Fortune Favors the Bold comes out on January 16th. You can subscribe right now on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever you listen. I'm Ashley C. Ford, and we'll talk in the future. I'm not sure if Alex Blumberg, owner of Gimlet Media and Gimlet Creative, created the idea of branded podcast, but in the world of content marketing, it is a beautiful strategy. What is content marketing? Well, content marketing is a marketing technique of creating and distributing valuable, relevant, and consistent content to attract and acquire a clearly defined audience with the objective of driving profitable customer action. Age of Radio Branded is our answer to Gimlet Creative. They have money backing them like the Knight Enterprise Fund and Graham Holdings Company, which used to own the education group Kaplan. I believe we can create the largest media company in the world as part of a co-op, but that's neither here nor there. Alex is actually one of my heroes, and one day he will know who I am. Back to Age of Radio Branded. Branded is where we reach out to companies and help them create content marketing in the form of podcasts. We may have our very first branded podcast coming out soon. It is entitled JV and Friends. Well, that's a working title. It will be sponsored by Helton Brewing. Every month, JV and I, that's John Vasquez and I, have a motivation mixer as part of JV Impacts, and we hold it at Helton Brewing. I'm going to turn the interview part of it into a monthly podcast, and if I can figure out how to record the networking portion of the event, I'll do that also. It will be a little hard to grow at one episode a month, so I'm going to find out what else I can do, but I think I have an idea, so stay tuned for that. Brands will essentially pay up front to sponsor the show, um, and the show will be geared towards something in their industry. So essentially, a brand will pay Age of Radio Branded to create a specialized podcast um, that's geared for them. The seasons will be six episodes to start. You can't be afraid to really make money, and it's time to get down and actually do some business. If you can't get enough Age of Radio, check out our other shows. We have JV Impacts, Bones on Sports, and Learning to Curse. Keep an eye out for JV and Friends. Age of Jeremy is recorded, mixed, and mastered using Steinberg's Cubase. We use blue microphones and Wave plugins. That's Wave's plugins. This intro song was Lost in the Supermarket by The Clash off their album London Calling. Our closing song is No Apologies by Strung Out off their album Transmission Alpha Delta. Check you later.